If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I'm sitting at a proper desk. Have you noticed? I am too. But don't you always? No. Oh, no, you have been on the couch. Mm-hmm. But Melissa says when we hold our mics like that, we make noise. Like, even if you hold it really still, you can hear it. I never hold the mic. It's always sitting on the coffee oh, table. Oh, me. She's or... giving me that speech. It's just me. Yeah, I've seen you sometimes lean back and you're holding it like it's a I know. floor stand. <laughs> you got I'm on stage. by I'm Melissa. Like, yeah, I'm all Steven Tyler. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sitting upright. I have a desk. I have a cushion under my butt so my butt doesn't fall asleep. That's what I'm doing, too. It's pretty exciting. I have exciting. my computer perfectly placed on top of whatever the hell this is. And uh, Mo is about to join us. Oh, there she is. I, I thought you just I thought you just had her leave the room because she was yeah, making she too much the, noise. She did. And she oh, opened she the door opened she it. Came back in. Wow. How mm-hmm. does she do that? She just pushes it? It doesn't click? Yeah, it's not the strongest latch, and she's put it on the out. list, Kate. I know, I know, I know. What's your big list? You just said you had to run Today, a million errands. I, the I have someone coming in to replace a skylight. I have some yeah, art that's being awful. framed that I really want to pick up. I have to go to the dry cleaner. Things to knock out before the weekend. Got it. Are you? Do you go to the dry cleaner once a week? No. Okay. No. I Unless heard you talk about dry cleaning before and I'm like, maybe it's because some people do that. It's like a, you know, it's like going to the grocery store. It's like a regular errand. No, only if something that I really care about needs to be cleaned because I want to wear it again soon, then I'll bum rush it over. But no, I don't love, that's not one of my favorite errands to run. No, it's not very fun. It's fun when you pick it up a little bit because you're like, ooh, it's clean and Yeah. And I look ready. at that the way when I do laundry. I feel like I've just gone shopping when I have all this, like cl- all these clean clothes waiting for me to wear oh, again. I don't feel that way with laundry. Oh, I do. All my favorite t-shirts are clean. And socks. I was talking to Katie the other day about um, jackets for some reason. And I was like, oh, she said she has this, this uh, sweater that's kind of like fuzzy, like a bear. And I was like, oh, I have a jacket that's like a lamb. And then, mm-hmm. and then I said, Kate has a jacket that's like a bear. Mm-hmm. Like we feel like. We're FAO Schwartz characters when we show up at the same time with these things on. Yeah, we're the stuffed animals that you buy at FAO Schwartz. Yeah. Anyway, she said, uh, oh, I've seen you in that. I I know know the one you're talking about. And I was like, ugh. And I had that feeling that you get when, maybe you didn't have this, but I had this all the time, this anxiety in junior high Mm -hmm. where I had these purple parachute pants that I... I loved in a way I can't explain because everybody had parachute pants back then because breakdancing was really big. It was the 80s, just as a reference. And um, nobody had purple. I had this very rare pair of purple parachute pants. And so I would wear them like on a Wednesday one week. And then 
had to hit that anxiety would hit because I couldn't wait to wear them again. But you had to wait till it wasn't like an embarrassing amount of time before you wore it again. Like you couldn't wear them the next week. Why didn't you have them? They're like a colors? statement piece. Well, I mean, we were, you know, we weren't rich by any means. It's not like I had like a plethora of different colors in my closet. Were they Cavaricis? Were you? No, they were, no, they were like break dancer. It was, well, that was sort of Cavaricis. And I'm not going to lie. I tried to break dance for a little while. It was terrible. Oh, every, oh I did too. Okay. I think every kid in the 80s tried that. Okay. But um, Cavaricis were considered parachute pants. Was that a little after your time in school? Because that Maybe. was a I've big thing. Maybe. I've heard of that. I think that was East Coast. I've heard my cousins okay. from Boston Because Cavaricis in the early 90s were like the thing to have in grade school. Yeah, I didn't have those. We had very random brands that hit Bellevue, Nebraska that were, that I thought, oh, they must be so famous when I moved to New York. And I would reference these brands and people looked at me like I had eight heads. Like we had Lagoons. Nobody, exactly. They were like brightly patterned, like, or loud patterns, bright colors, um, kind of like board shorts, like, like surfer jam- shorts. Jams. Okay. So you had jams. We had Lagoons. <laughs> But like jams didn't make it there is my point. It stopped oh, somewhere bummer. along the way. And then somebody else was like, I'll just put lagoons in Nebraska. Nebraska needs some jams. I'm going to make them lagoons. And we had no water. I mean, every, I mean, we had the river. Lakes. Eh. No? no, we had a lot of man-made lakes. Water isn't okay. that popular. Bodies of water. Except the I'm Missouri so River. I'm so sorry. Well, it's okay. But the point is we didn't really need board shorts. So it's not yeah, like jams, jams were like, oh, let's put jams all our money in board shorts. They were, they were summer shorts and they had all these fun, crazy Hawaiian yeah, patterns. And exactly. You Hawaiian. didn't wear them in the water. You wore them in the summer. I kind of wish I still had them. Oh, I no, you wear them as a fashion piece. It wasn't just for water, but I think that was the inspiration behind the, the, oh, the shorts, oh, I'm sure, right? the offshoots. Yeah. yeah. 80s fast fashion. So no, we didn't have Cavariches. Well... Consider yourself blessed not to have gone through the Cavarici phase. Right. I was always waiting for the Cavaricis to make a comeback. And they sort of did with some other designers, but not the full on comeback. I expected it to. Are they pleated? What, oh, what yeah, are they? They're, they're Cavaricis. I don't know. I don't know they're, what they are. They're, they're pants and they come in a number of different colors and they're high waisted and they're pleated. And sometimes they're double belted and. They have that tapered leg going down to they your sound ankle. Great. But they were really I would wear those right now. Baggy in the thighs. I mean, t- trust me, it was a fucking thing. Wait a minute. The pants that you just told me to buy in New York that I did, the jeans, mm-hmm. sound like Cavaricis. A your little description. Bit, your jeans I had you buy are they they're they're more straight leg, whereas Cavaricis sort of ballooned out in the thigh area. And as you yeah. went further down, it got a little tighter and tighter and tighter. Sure. That's I, I might have to send you a reminder picture later of the, the jeans. I know you the jeans. Like, I remember them. I, I, I mean, I it was like a month I, ago. Yeah, I know. But I sat in the store with you for an hour. It's, you know, I, I, I it's hard not to forget. I know you did. You actually went and sat on the I felt like the boyfriend who was sitting, who was bored and just was looking at their phone being like, yeah, honey, that's good. That looks great on you. No, get it. How does my butt look though? I look good. It looks good. (laughs) But you're not even looking. No, I am. It looks good. You really were. And thank you. But I I return that favor in other stores that I don't 
care about so mm. much. I don't know. When we were in New York, I took you to a store that I knew you would love mm-hmm. and you pretty much bought out the place. I did. I was like, this is every lesbian's perfect store. It's the best store. Yeah. It's the best store. I know. I and do. I have a lot of stuff. It's only in now. New York. Yeah. So it, it, you, and I get really tired of ordering things online. So the fact that we could actually go there in person was like Christmas for me. But you went balls out. I did. I got a lot of button ups. So what do you think about, I don't know why we're talking about clothes. <laughs> what do you think about button I said I had to go to the dry cleaner and it turned into this. I'm sorry. What do you think about button ups? Where do you stop the buttons? Depends on the shirt. Okay, but what's your favorite look? Because I, my struggles happens between the last three buttons. I'm like, do I keep right. going up? Do I do but like a little square? It depends on the collar. It depends on the collar. It depends on the cut of the shirt. Depends on how long the shirt is. Are you wearing it tucked or untucked? Always are tucked. Your, are your pants Who high waisted? Are they low waisted? What's high. going on? I'm just high asking. waisted, tucked in. Well, it depends on the shirt. If I was doing high waisted, I would probably unbutton it a little lower. Hmm. I've also noticed in my closet, or because of pictures, I guess, I need to break this habit. I buy things with a really tight neck. Like, you know. Button up shirts? No, 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 no. Sorry. Just like crew necks. I'm always drawn to the one that like right up here. I know. What's wrong with me? That's claustrophobia to me. I learned that I have a hard time wearing turtlenecks. That area. No, not a turtleneck. Just a tight, like. Like, loosen up, Leash. Like, what? I, I don't even know why I'm drawn to that. But I noticed a theme in my closet with my sweaters because it's, you know, we're all starting to wear, wear sweaters. And I was like, what's with the shape and the neck? You're talking about crew necks. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you like. I think I need to lay off. Them? What do you want? Like I don't the know. There must be a looser world. Shoulder? No, I, I don't want it that big, but I don't know. Do you it's want just, the scoop neck? I don't want an on-purpose neck that's Stretch loose. it out. Put yeah, it on. Stretch it out. Sweaters. You can't really stretch them. Yeah, you can. You can get a spray bottle with some water and spray that area if it's wool and stretch it out. And oh, it'll, really? And it'll dry like that. Yeah. Oh. You heard I it here. I got all the tricks. <laughs> Stick with me. <laughs> Speaking of which, right now I have a pair of... Um, uh, pants and I don't like the color and so they're in a bucket of bleach and water right now trying to suck the color out. They're in a bucket of bleach trying to suck wa- the color out? Yeah, bleach and water. Aren't to... you going to smell like bleach? No, Alicia, because then you wash It doesn't come out? Yeah. Bleaching. I'm mm. just bleaching a pair of pants. So I don't like the color. What's the color that you're trying to get rid of? It's like a very, very palish, sort of like a topish color. I just want them a little, I want them white. I want them white. And so I'm trying to like suck it out. And I'm trying to see if that, if that that fabric would actually go to that. And if it doesn't work, then I'll dye them a darker color. I have a whole plan. I love these little projects of trying to. uh, I've used, I mean, I've definitely used Rit dye. And I love Rit dye. Like made a jean jacket black. Is there another dye out there I've gone opposite. I've like dyed them. I haven't. I haven't ever bleached out something where I'm like bleaching is tricky because if you leave it in there for too long, it'll just dis- just dis- uh, destroy the fabrics, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to do bleach and water because it 
bleach and concentrate will ruin your clothes if you leave it in there. But you have to leave it in there sometimes because certain fabrics are harder to suck the color out than others. It's a whole mm-hmm. process. I want to smell this shirt when you're done because I can't imagine the bleach is going to, even if you washed it five times. I'm washing it. You, wa- you rinse it out I know, when you're just... done. And then you wash it in the washing machine and Bob's your uncle. That's it. You know, we had, friend, no we had a friend, I'm not going to name names, who said lesbians always smell like laundry detergent. What that's do we all think of that? Thing. What do that's we all my think favorite, about that? That's my favorite smell. I, that's what I used to love. Um, I started noticing it. When I used to walk around New York, I used to love smelling the laundry vents from the buildings. Like you'd that's get a whiff strange. of that on the street and I'd be like, oh, that smells so good. That's a nice compliment because... I don't know. See, it? I don't want to smell like laundry detergent at all. Zero percent. Like? I want to smell good and clean and maybe some like a scent I have or like an oil. But I don't I don't want to smell like Tide or even a natural. I don't want to smell like that. I actually took offense to it. I was like, why? But then I did notice as I hugged other lesbians, I was like, oh, laundry detergent. When you hug me, you, you say I smell clean. You do smell clean. You do smell like laundry detergent sometimes. So then you don't like the way But you love I it. I love I the way you smell. No, you smell great. You always smell, like, smell great. I, but I smell clean. Like laundry yeah. detergent. You smell clean. Unless do you like the brand I use? Is that it's less <laughs> I don't offensive know what it than is. some others? I don't know what it is. I'm not offended by your... I'm not... This, oh, I, I don't take... Okay. I don't sense you are offended. I'm okay, just asking because you always say, oh, you smell clean. Yeah. And it's probably the shirt just came out of the wash. Mm-hmm. How did we get on this topic? I said I, I had know. to go dry cleaning and we Why went do on you this care? whole tangent. Why do you care? Don't worry about it. <laughs> do you have anything to do today? Am I the only one who has to go out and run errands? Oh, I you thought all, you were going to say. Are you all settled for uh, for Friday? Friday? Oh, yeah, am Friday. I done with my Friday? Yeah. I ran my errands already. I was already at Best Buy. (gasps) I returned some speakers. Oh, I've, as a Christmas present, my girlfriend and I are giving ourselves a crazy outdoor speaker system. Fun. So tell Anna to get her Brazilian playlist together. Okay. I will. I'm really excited about it because I Great. bought what I thought was right. And then this woman at, at Best Buy was like, no, you should do this. And I was like, what's that? And then I went home and I watched a bunch of YouTube videos about it. And it's interesting because when you're outside, do you care? No, you don't uh, care. Uh, no, no, please. <laughs> Did you see that my eyes glaze over? <laughs> Maybe somebody out there cares. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> who cares um when you're outside what we do with our speakers is we turn them up you know a lot louder because in order to hear it across the yard you need that but when you walk by the speaker it hurts it's like being at a concert and if you're outside the sound disperses more easily into the air so this is like some sort of they like stick these speakers in the ground all over the yard and you don't see them so it's like okay. this more atmospheric, like you don't have to crank it really high. You can just have it like at a nice level, but it's kind of everywhere you go. She was like, like Disneyland. And I was like, huh. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Anyway, I'm excited about it. It won't oh, show good. up till I'm glad December. You're excited. I'm glad you're excited. That's all that matters. I think Anna's going to be excited. You can tell her when you get off the podcast. I will. I'll get. I'll, I'll get right on that when we're done. But that's what we've. That's what we're going to just do. That something like that this Christmas. Are you guys I don't exchanging know. or have you talked about it? <sighs> no, we have so much work to do on the house out of town that um, our focus is really on that at the moment, and it's such a huge undertaking that I don't, we haven't even discussed Christmas. Um, Are you getting a tree? Yeah, of course. Okay. We'll okay. get a tree. We'll get a tree. I actually, I need to book my my ticket to Philly. Uh, Better get on that. Today, It's going to be crazy That's this another, year. Exactly. That's the other errand I have to run that I keep. I, like, I have it mentally written down in my head, which doesn't mean a thing because I'm going to Are you running it. to LAX to book a ticket? <laughs> no, I mean, I have it in my head, like my, my oh. mental post-it note. Um, uh, but no, no solid Christmas plans yet. No. I'm going to knock out the travel before the holiday. I like spending Christmas in California. Me too. It's my favorite. It's the city gets really quiet. Mm-hmm. No one calls you. You can get anywhere in 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like the... Yeah, when the pandemic began, that's what L.A. felt like Christmas morning. It did. For a number of months because you could get, you know, from here to Malibu in 15 minutes. I felt like I lived in the country when there was no noise. I mean, there was no noise. None. I could have been in the middle of like Idaho. I don't know why I said Idaho, but you know what I mean? Or Wyoming. Yeah, it was just really quiet. But it was L.A. I miss that. I miss the quiet. I know. I don't miss the fear. And no, the, I don't miss the fear at all. But yesterday, death, driving, we were, I, I was driving home about five o'clock last night and I was like, oh, pandemic must be over because it was bumper to bumper traffic the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, OK. Anything else before we know? I mean, if there's, anyone left, if there's anyone, you know, left listening, maybe we should um, <laughs> <laughs> hit up some questions. All right. Hold that thought. We'll be back in a minute. You guys know we love to do a little spring refresh and a great place to start with is surprise your luggage. I mean, I don't know about you, Kate, but I have like in my shed probably a lot more luggage than I need. Well, when I got this space bag, I was like, buy old luggage. I have the perfect bag now. Before I started using base, I would notice their bags like the weekender or the suitcase and it would be like, okay, next time that'll be mine because they just look sleek and they're easy to use. And now that's me. I have one. I can confidently say these things make your life infinitely better. Yeah. And Bass thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. You have 360 degree glided wheels, cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Well, our listeners can also have Bass with our 15% off First purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash pants. You go to basetravel.com slash pants. You get your 15% off for your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash pants. Hi, Kate. Well, you know I love wine. I just watched the movie Sideways. Oh, And I wanted to have a glass of wine after watching Paul Giamatti describe so beautifully different notes of wine. Fantastic movie. But I don't know as much as the experts in Sideways know about wine. I don't. I don't. And that's why 
Well, that's why First Leaf is so great for all of us because they're going to help us through the process. This wine club personalizes wines for you. They'll ask you what you're into. Do you like almonds? Yes. Do you like chocolate? I love it. They're like, Leisha, say no more. Here's the wine for you. How great is that? So are you excited about trying First Leaf? I'm so excited to try First Leaf. Okay, great. Also, the more wines you choose on First Leaf, the more they get to know you and the more like distinct they get with what they're picking for you. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash pans to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash pants. Tryfirstleaf.com slash pants. Helix. I love every chance we get to talk about our mattresses. I had the most fabulous night of sleep last night. We did, We both, you went to bed at nine. I went to bed at, I think, 9.30. Before I woke up get, at 5 a.m. because I had to watch yeah. these episodes for but the those recap. those hours, those hours in bed were luxury, right? I was in bliss. Because you were on your Helix mattress. All warm and cozy. I was. I actually have had a better night of sleep on this Helix mattress than I've had on any other mattress I've slept on in ages. You know why? Because you took the quiz. That's right. Helix offers a lineup of 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix uh, Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how do you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They have the right questions. And your personalized mattress is then shipped straight to your door free of charge. Doesn't going to a mattress store seem like so old school now? Completely. Very analog. And by supporting Helix, you're allowing them to support our show. Thanks, everyone. So go purchase your Helix and thank us for your best night's sleep. Next time you see us. You can thank us in person. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows to our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash pants and use code helixpartner20. That is their best offer yet and won't last long. Because with Helix, better sleep starts now. All right. So this week we have a mixture of, of people that wrote in and called. Okay. Child girls, my questions are, which activities relax you the most and take away stress or restlessness? And what kind of thoughts accompany you before falling asleep? Love you and thanks for your time. Cecilia from Italy. Well, okay. I have a workshop in my garage, a wood shop. And I used to build a lot of stuff when I had no job, right? Um, but now I haven't done that in a while. But the other day I opened my garage door, got my tools out, and I just made a like a handle for my, my, I have a spa out by the pool and I made a handle for it. I spent like four days on it. Nice. And it's really cute, Kate. I can't wait to see it. And I zen out. I guess that's like when I paint or do something like that, I don't, the time flies by and I look up hours later and I don't know where I've been. So I would have to say something like that. This will sound strange, but you said uh, she asked when you get stressed out, what's something that what activity? Cleaning and organizing. Because I feel like I have at least some sort of control over whatever little pocket of the house I'm in to make it, you know, functional. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing I want to do when I'm stressed out. I'm like, ugh, that can wait. 
No, for me, it's great. Like I'll listen to a podcast, I'll be left alone and I'll just like organize something that needs organization. And for whatever reason, it'll like get my brain into a different zone where I'm not stressing over whatever it is I could be stressing over. Right. Okay. Well, it sounds like we both have sort of a similar thing that we do. It just has to be, it's like a distraction from your head, Mm -hmm. from your own thoughts. Yep. And then at night, what do you do at night? I don't, what do I, I drink sleepy time tea, like a ritual of mine. I drink And can. I read in bed and I sip it. I drink can. And I, yeah. And I like to watch, um, I hate to say it, but I'll watch something like Unsolved Mysteries before We know bed. it. We know you do. But the worst is when those intruding thoughts kick in right when you're about to pass out. Does that ever happen where some sort of intruding thought and you're like, ah, you're like, wake right up again and think, shit. I have to be really, really stressed out for that to happen because I'm, I'm borderline narcoleptic. Like the second I go horizontal, it's, I don't remember a thing. I go to sleep within, I'm going to say 30 seconds of when I lay my head on the pillow. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's odd though. I don't know why I've been like that since I was a kid. I go through phases. I, there are times where I can do that. And then there's times where my brain is just working overtime. That's when I find that when we're working and our hours are crazy, like my cortisol levels are just like, go, 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 go. That that's when I can't wind down. Really? That's when I can usually sleep because oh, I've been on my feet all day and I'm happy to like, you know, kick the shoes off and just lay down for a minute. Hmm. Um, yeah, those cans. No, they're the, or the best. can, whatever they're called. Um, they're called can. Game changer. Yeah. I know you were so scared to drink one and now you're I like. I was. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be stoned. And it do, doesn't do that. It just right. sinks you into your mattress and it's great. And then you can watch Unsolved Mysteries in Peace. Or in Fear. Nah. Nah. It's just TV. Okay. What's the next one? Hi, Kate and Leisha. My name is Frida. Um, I am originally from Sweden and I moved to the States when I was 23 and I now live in, in Austin, Texas. Um, my question is, if you guys could move and live in any country, which would it be and why? Love you guys and love your podcast so much. Thank you. These questions are so hard for me. Because I'll say something and then I'll regret it. And then I say it out loud and it's on record and everyone might think that, yeah, that's where I want to be. Where really I was just trying to think of something off the top of my head. (laughs) Well, maybe your answer is you're just happy where you are. I think I am happy where I am. And maybe you just don't want to move to another country. No. And so everywhere you say you might want to go, you're like, no, I really don't want to go there. I want to be here. Although I really got jealous this guy oh what was his name it's this documentary about um nazare in portugal i think i've talked to you about this before what where the big waves are yeah yeah you talked about that monster monster waves anyway he this this guy moved he was in hawaii He 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 lived there for pretty much all of his life and then you know he went to go explore this place in portugal he'd heard about and just was like okay i completely get it and he really wanted to make surfing there a thing and he basically him and his family moved to portugal 
And that's a far cry from Hawaii. And I thought, oh, I respect that. You know, and he just bounces between Portugal and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. That's the thing not me. for me. That's just something I, 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 uh, I respected. Okay. So you have, you, so you want to stay here? At the moment, I'm going to say I, I am where I am. Oh my God. You're like Popeye. Yeah. Um, I, here's the problem with me moving to a different country in my head. I don't know the language. And that always makes me a little unsettled. London or England. Yeah. But then I'm too cold in England. Okay. It's a little too rainy for me. Canada? Um, I did. Remember when I was like, I'm, you guys, I'm moving here. I'm staying. I'm going to get my residency. Remember when the show was wrapping up? I really was looking Didn't into it. did we all say that at one point? I no, I was like, I, I do, legit. Dual, oh, I looked into dual citizenship at one point too. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know where it would be. Um, because I, for me, when I fantasize about living somewhere else, it's in the country. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So I kind of go, oh, I could do that here. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, but it's a lot prettier, like on, you know, the coast of Italy or France or, you know, I don't know. I understand. I don't speak the language either. I, so, I just feel so, like, I'm, okay, so I'd put myself in the mountains of a different country where I can't speak the language. And then I feel real, then it feels like, then it starts to give me, give me anxiety of like, oh God, now I'm, I'm not going to be okay. So I'm like, oh, well, I should just do that in like Montana. Right. You know what I mean? I do. I do. But I sure do want to visit all these places. Oh, yeah, for sure. But actually getting up and moving and. And then I'm away from my family, like. My sister and my niece, my nephew and my dad and like, bye, everybody. I'm moving. You know, yeah. it just feels it feels I don't know. It feels like too much for me. I agree. God, say bye to your friends. Way too say bye to your, like Say bye to your four friends that you have that you're not going to see. And yeah. And 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 start you. basically you're starting over. Yeah, you are. Yep. I don't need to. Yeah, but I'm good. My aunt Maureen, I talked to her like a couple of months ago and her and her wife. Um, they're how old is it? She's probably like early 70s. She's retired. She's like, we're moving to Spain for two years. Mary and I are picking up and. I'm like, that's amazing. Something amazing. like that sounds fun where it's like a it's got a cap. It's got like a two year cap. And you're like, let's just go on a massive adventure for two years in our 70s. I can dig yeah, that. My, my mother-in-law would. Whenever when, the moment she's able to, she's going to move to Portugal. Because she there loves Portugal. Go. Yeah. So I would say the answer is I'm open. This is my answer. I, I'm open. It's probably going to happen. I'm never going to say never. It's but probably right going to happen. Right now. Yeah, I can see myself when I'm older. Going like, to a different country or yeah, just going just, to the I mountains I can see that. Montana. I have that kind of personality. I don't know. I, what I'm saying is that it's all possible. Hi, Kate and Lisa. I just had a question. I was thinking of redoing my floors in my house. And I'm so, like, stuck on how to, like, pick designs for the that go with the flooring that I picked out. Like, how do you guys come up with creative ideas for, like, designing your home? I mean, does it just come naturally to you? Or do you guys, like, have a go-to 
place where you get all of your ideas. Um, by the way, I'm Susie, and I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I love you guys' show. It's amazing, and it really got me through the pandemic. Okay, bye. Susie, go buy some magazines like Architectural Digest or Dwell and see if anything catches your eye and go from there. I listen, I have so many, so many blogs and design websites on my computer. That's the I, I read the New York Times and then the next move is design stuff. And I just look through. Um, I just find like let's say I go to like remodelista and they're like, Hey, here's like an architect. that's really amazing. And then you're, and then you click on the architect and then you're like, Oh, look at that house he built. And then you look at someone who like designed it and then you click on theirs and it's my every morning I do this. And yeah, it's um, a great rabbit hole. Yeah. But when, when it's actually happening to me, it feels pretty instinctual. I don't, I've had a couple of like internal fights over my, one, I get a little paranoid with my taste. I'm like, is that weird or is that cool or is that? And then I end up like not caring if it's any of that. And and I just follow like my heart. And if it makes me happy or if I like looking at that color, I, if I like looking at that base or that tile or whatever, if it makes me happy, you know, it's my home and that's how I want to live. And I don't really think about like, what would someone think of this or what would, and I'm kind of a risk taker when it comes to design. And I like, I like, I don't know. I like things that are that I don't see all the time. I get very sick of like when there's like a popular chair or popular couch or a popular. I'm always like, yeah, okay, but what else is there? What who's? I always try to find some somebody or something that's doing something different. And what kind of floors are you? Do you have? You didn't specify that. What I can tell you what not to do, and what I don't think you should do is get black flooring. Don't get dark colored flooring it will scratch if you have pets you will see the hair all over the place um it's very pretty it's very pretty but it's very irritating to upkeep and that would be my word of advice for you if you're gonna start fresh but yeah remodelista is a great site i love remodelista i'm doing a house right now and and i have to find all of these ideas and 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 see what grabs my attention and then I dump it into a folder and print out the things and check out the house and see if it'll work there and see if it's feasible and even go on Instagram type type in wood floors hit hashtag or flooring or tile floor cement floor whatever you have and click that and see what pops up you might get something there's so many uh design blogs on Instagram now good luck though this is from Don would either of you ever consider writing your memoir one day? Like maybe when y'all are living on that beautiful farm compound. Thank you. Writing a memoir. Who wants to hear what I have to say? Well, I don't think it's about, I think it would be about if it just felt like you wanted to tell your story. It's not really about who's going to buy it. Well, the more you're writing it. Because you want to get it off your chest or you want someone to in your family to know your story later. So we're not going to be here forever. I don't know. Can't answer that, Dawn. Never thought about it. <laughs> I've thought of it. I've thought of it. Only in the sense of some like very interesting and difficult things that happened to me in my 20s. And I feel like I was in New York at a special time. I have a lot of really great memories um, in my early 20s about things I went through. And I've thought about writing it down. I'm not a writer, but 
Yeah, I've thought about it. All right. Well, let me know when uh when the book comes out. I will. <laughs> You'll be at the launch. Great. Great. It'll be very meta. Great. Hi, Kate and Lisa. I have more of an advice situation for you both to dissect. So my fiance and I are getting married next year. And um, I have kind of come to the realization that the guest list is maybe a point of contention. Um, we're keeping our wedding pretty small, um, probably 50 to 60 people. But um, she has a lot more family on her side. She just has a bigger family. There are a lot of um, pretty awful dynamics on my side of the family. So I am choosing to invite more friends. Um, we probably are going to have to cut down our guest list just because um, the capacity of the venue won't be able to hold everybody that we're wanting to invite. So my question uh, to you both are, you know, would it be fair um, for her to ask me to cut down on the friends that I'm choosing to invite um, for for the wedding? Um, you know, I love her family, but a lot of the family that she wants to invite you know, she hasn't seen in five plus years. Um, so my friends are my family. So I would just like a little bit of advice. Hear what you both have to say about wedding guest lists. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let me get this straight. I have straight. a big opinion about this. Uh, all right, let okay. me get this straight though. She's getting married. Her fiance has a lot of family. Fiance wants to invite all of that family. And she wants, doesn't have as, does not have as large of a family there's a capacity problem and she wants to invite more friends. Did I hear that right? It's basically like equal split. Like we each get a certain amount of people and do with it what you will. But I think the issue I had in the question, um, I don't see any less value in friends versus family. I think especially in our gay community, like, like she said at the very end, her friends are her family. So I think there shouldn't be like someone holds precedent over the other. Like, I don't think it just, blood or lineage always beats out what a friend is in your life. So my vote is that you have just as much say in who you uh, get to invite and they're equally as important as your fiance's family. You hit the nail on the head. That's it. Um, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know about weddings, but I'm just saying that because you and I, Kate, we've had a situation before where someone's like, you know, talks about their family like it's more important than like our family because we have girlfriends and dogs and cats but it's right. like oh but I have children you know it's like I hate I can't stand that in the mm -mm. perspective area neither can I and I'm like nope just as important and I'm also an only child so I can certainly understand the uh your friends or your family in fact, that's even more powerful. Yeah, I think you should be able to, to if you're going to do, you know, even split, you should be able to invite who she wants to invite and same for the other side. Yeah. And your great, great grandmother is no more important than your best friend. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, what you both could do is just say the hell with it and elope. <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd say, you know what? I'm not paying for this party. I don't need to give everyone a good time. They want to have a wedding cake. I'm going to elope. They're not going to elope. And I'll let everyone know when I get home. They're not going to do it. That's not her question. I know they're not going to do it. I'm just saying that's an option if they can't come to some sort of agreement. 
Because at the end of the they're day, they're like, you know what? Let's can the whole that's thing. That's all. All that matters is that you're getting married because you want to, and you found your person. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hi, guys. It's Brittany. I have a pretty simple question, but it's a question that I think is important for people to ask themselves, even though I know it can be awkward. What do you love the most about yourself? Ooh. That's a great question. That is a great question. That's something I don't think anyone spends much time thinking about because we're too focused on the things we don't like about ourselves. That's for sure. I struggle with that. I do too, but I think everyone does. That's yeah, it, I know. It, self-love should be the most important thing, yet it's the hardest thing to do. What do you love most about yourself? I want you to answer first. I like thinking. Ugh. I think I have some pretty good intuition. I can usually suss out people in situations pretty quickly. Whether I am able to act on those intuitions is a different matter, but I think I'm pretty keen on sussing out situations. Okay. And people. I don't know what that is. I guess it's intuition um, or it's a gut instinct. I love that I came out creative. I've always valued that in myself. And whenever I'm sad or whatever the hell I'm going through, that's it's always something I can fall back on that makes me feel better. And I have a lot of different interests. So like I can always find the creative part of those interests and it and then I feel happy and satisfied and I feel like I have purpose in life. And sometimes it can bring other people joy. Sometimes it just brings myself joy. Like I like that it's that being creative is kind of a full circle feeling where it's kind of, it's a win-win all the way around. And I like that because it helps me. Yeah. All right. What's next? All right. So this is from Julie that's at Cambridge University. Do you feel that you have reached all your goals or do you feel there's more to do? And without speaking about personal matters, are you happy? Emotional health is even more important than physical health. Yes, it is. Absolutely, because your emotional health is connected to your physical health. Personally, yeah, I'm happy. I'm a bit tired. I had a bad night of sleep last night. But overall, yes, I'm happy and content. And not by a long shot do I feel like I've accomplished my goals whatsoever. Oh, I'm so happy lately. It's strange. Like I've hit this. I'm on a new high. I don't know what it is. I'm looking forward to things. I have a lot of plans. I'm 0% done with half the list of what I want to do in life. 
Um, I think also hitting the age I hit where I'm like, oh, here we go. We're like, this is where you really have to grab it by the horns. Because in 30 years, I'll be 80. And 80 feels old to me where I'm like, oof. So I got to really kick in to gear right now and have a good time. Travel, see a lot of things. You know what I mean? I have a lot to do. And speaking of a lot to do, Kate, Hmm. you should get your list done. I know. I know. This whole time we've been doing this podcast, I'm like, she just wants to go run her errands. (laughs) Huh? No, I'm worried about the sound upstairs because I heard the guy for the skylight show up while we were recording. And I'm hoping. Oh, my God. You better get up there. Translating into the into the the sound here. I do have to run some errands. There's no question about that. Yeah. Go get it done. Listen, I'm going to go get it done so I can uh, start my Friday. Start your Friday. It's almost two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, but it's still like the work hours. Okay. Although we're not currently working. Personal work. Right. Most people, the Friday starts at five, but keep on keeping on. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we go? Melissa? Yeah. So when people call in, please do so. If you're calling while you're in your car, please do it while you're parked. Because if you're driving, I can hear like the wind and stuff whipping past and I can't understand what's being said on the call. So we can't use them for the episode. So if you've called previously and you asked a question or wanted advice on something, please call back and do so while you're not driving. There you go. That comes from Melissa. You don't like the wind. She doesn't like the wind. We do everything that Melissa tells us to do. So please follow And we're better for it. We are better for it. So what she says goes. I know what we have to talk about. We also what? are officially doing our live show again. Yeah, um, that's right. On December 7th. At 6 p.m.? At 6 p.m. It's going to be a holiday themed show. That's right. And we would love for you to come back if you if you saw the first one. And if you didn't, please come join us. We had so much fun the last time. And honestly, nobody asked us to do this. Kate and I were like, when can we do another one? Yeah, we had a um, great time. We're so going to we have went, more information for you. It's much like you. the coat. It's and, much like the jacket in junior high. Like we had to wait like an appropriate amount of time till we could like Um, put on another show. Yeah, we just locked in the date uh, earlier this week. So I believe this week, as you're hearing this, if it hasn't come out already, it will be information where you can buy tickets, how much. um, And it's through Looped again, uh, which is that great company we were with last month. So if you joined us last month, it was last month that we did the first one, right? Yeah, it was. It's a very, very seamless uh, platform to uh, experience the show with us. Yeah. And it's December 7th. It's December 7th. So let's let's throw a holiday party together. Yeah. That's why I'm looking at it. Yeah. I hope right? to drink some. Because then yeah. we all have to, you know, do the December thing that gives everyone a lot of anxiety. So let's, before we all have to go do that, December 7th is great. Yeah, but it's a good date because it's right before everybody has to start heading out of town saying. for the families. Because exactly. everyone, I'm sure, is going to be trying to make up for lost time after they last are. year. They are. All right, everybody. Well, love you, Kate. Thanks, you. everyone. Um, Till next week. All right, pants. Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley, produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS and graphics are by Love Fox. 
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.